Welcome to a Thursday, May 3rd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We've got some big news. We finally know a lot about DC's WBDC Entertainment's streaming service that we've heard about for over a year now. I think it was April of last year that we first heard information on it. And we have a title. It is DC Universe. What do you, what do you, I guess, first off, what do you think of the title, Zach? Well, it, I have been referring to lots of things like in the DC universe and it's just like a nice turn of phrase. And so it's a good name for it, but it also means that now I have to come up with like a different way to describe all of the, the things that DC encompasses when I'm talking about it, because if I'm talking about DC universe, then I'm talking about the streaming service. So maybe the, the DC multiverse or the DC canon or catalog. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's a good name. It's, it's simple. It's, it doesn't wow me, but it, it gets the job done. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need a ton of analysis. It's not it's not anything extreme one way or the other. It's simple and it works. Um, so we got also with that, we got official logos for Titans, Swamp Thing, which we will be talking about more later, Young Justice Outsiders, The Return of Young Justice, and the Harley Quinn animated series. Uh, any thoughts on these logos? Uh, they're, they're cool. I like the Titans one the best just because I like, I like that color and the like almost graffiti style uh but yeah they all they're pretty similar i guess but they all have their own kind of stamp on it the own flavor one yeah i think it's the, cool too yeah, so basically they all look cool that's what you think yeah <laughs> yeah I, I like them they get the job done uh young justice feels like young justice titans and swamp thing look cool um any thoughts on uh, dc universe is basically most of the dc logo with universe written at the bottom cuts, cuts right. off the circle a little bit any thoughts on that uh i don't know no it's like you said <laughs> <laughs> yeah makes sense um so we also got our they've they've got a landing page on the site a, if you go to dcuniverse.com it will redirect you to this dc comics page and it gives a little description about what it is Yeah, so it says the ultimate DC membership is coming. DC Universe is a first-of-its-kind immersive digital experience designed just for DC fans. One of the many incredible things your membership will include is unlimited access to the following exclusive original series, and then it shows all the logos for the the series we just talked about. Right, so this doesn't give us any information other than what we already know. It's vague enough that I think if you were hoping it included comics, this doesn't preclude that. If you're hoping it includes some amount of past archival movies and tv shows of some kind i think there's still a chance for that so it doesn't tell us anything other than we're getting these shows which we knew was kind of the basis for it but i mean um, first of it's kind of immersive digital experience it's not just a it's not just a streaming service i know i know part of that is just marketing but it's um yeah i'm hoping it comes with other things and we know it's coming with something other than the, the original programming but uh, we will see. It also mar- mentions all the logos that they're only on DC Universe. So um, we don't know where DC Universe is going to be available, even if it's just in the US. And then they sort of farm out those shows to Netflix or places like that internationally. Or if this is going to be a worldwide thing, you would think with them having the rights to everything, it would be there's a good chance that it's worldwide. But um, very, very interesting. And uh, I'm sure we'll get more probably as they get closer to launch and especially comic-con we'll get tons of information about it yeah and they've they've left themselves open for adding other stuff like comics and uh archive stuff so hopefully we'll get more details about that right the, an interesting nugget about with all this sort of lost and all the information is deadlines article on the subject said that metropolis is being redeveloped 
So this had a 13 episode straight to series order. And it sounds like it was meant to be the next live action show after Titans. That might not be the case. Something else might be taking the place. Uh, so I, without knowing what that means, it's being redeveloped. That uh, could mean literally anything. But we thought it was going to center on Lois Lane and Lex Luthor uh, examining paranormal things. That still might be that, but I don't know what it means by being redeveloped. Yeah, and that's the the show that I was probably most hesitant about. So I'm I'm fine with them maybe working it a little more and figuring out what they want to do with it. And there's it seems like there's going to be plenty of other stuff to see uh, when this comes out when DC Universe launches. Yeah, it seems it seems like it's still going to happen, but some changes are taking place. But yeah, we'll see what and what will be taking its place. Apparently, the next after Titans very well could be a Swamp Thing live action series that has put into, been put into development. Very surprising news. Uh, when I first saw James Wan was doing a Swamp Thing series, I'm like, oh, is he going to write like a co-write a comic book miniseries? Right. <laughs> and it is not. So James Wan, director of Aquaman, is going to be executive producing along with Michael Clear. That's They're from Wan's Atomic Monster production company. The pilot is going to be written by two people who will be executive producers. Mark Freerheiden, who has worked on a ton of stuff, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Smallville, the early seasons, uh, Constantine and the Daredevil TV shows. He, at one point, was attached to a live-action Titans movie. Um, tons of things he's been involved with, including comic book work. And also Gary Doberman, who wrote the It films and the Annabelle films. So some really impressive talent, again, behind the scenes, like Titans. Yeah, this is this is really, really impressive talent. And it it speaks volumes to like how the confidence they have in James Wan and also from James Wan's side, how much he must enjoy working in the, the WBDC kind of um, world, I guess, and the, the people that he's around. So I don't, I'm not sure how much crossover, if any, there will be from like the actual films division um, to this TV production, but it's still, you know, the big family. Um, so it's, it's, exciting to see that James Wan wants to continue uh, working with DC properties and Swamp Thing is a great fit for James Wan who's done a lot of really good horror work. Yeah, I guess let's get my usual nitpicks out of the way. That yeah. I think Swamp Thing <laughs> is an awesome character and I've wanted to see him in a live action, a modern live action film very badly. Uh, that's why I was excited about Justice League Dark. And so, like I said with Titans, this only makes sense if you're years away from that being a potential film property and Justice League Dark is on the back burner. And it seems like until we know further, it's kind of its own thing. These shows on this on DC Universe, so they won't be crossing over with the films. Obviously, it won't be crossing over with you know. I'd like to see Matt Ryan's Constantine meet Swamp Thing. Yeah, I think that would be really cool to have those two working together. I don't think we'll see that because it's going to be separate from what's going on over there. That's the assumption anyway. We don't have any officials. And this is actually, I mean, this would be good movie talent if you had Doberman and Verheiden writing. A Swamp Thing or Justice League Dark film with James Wan producing and then find a good director, that would be really cool. Um, having said that, I think this will be an awesome live action series. we we got to worry about how much Swamp Thing we're actually going to see on this streaming services budget and what he will look like. But with this talent behind it, I think that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter also said it as a script to series order. So instead of a straight to series order where it's like, okay, you get 13 episodes, no matter what script to series means, basically if the script comes in and they like it, they say, okay, go ahead. Um, so it's basically like how traditional TV works. Yeah. Uh, and they also had a synopsis in that article that says when CDC researcher 
Abby Arcane returns to her child home, childhood home of Homa, Louisiana, in order to investigate a deadly swamp-borne virus. She develops a surprising bond with scientist Alec Holland, only to have him tragically taken from her. But as powerful forces descend on Homa, intent on exploiting the swamp's mysterious properties for their own purposes, Abby will discover that the swamp holds mysterious, mystical secrets, both horrifying and wondrous, and the potential love of her life may not be dead after all. That sounds like Swamp Thing. What, right. <laughs> what's interesting about it is I wonder if that means... It, the synopsis make it sound like it's from Abby Arcane's perspective. Yeah. I don't know if the, the actual series will be like that. Uh, I think that would be a way to make it cheaper so you focus on Abby Arcane and then Swamp Thing is a secondary character who pops up in the night uh, to take on other Swamp Monsters and things like that. Um, but I wonder if that will focus on Ab- Abby if she will be the actual main character. Or if Swamp Thing will be, in fact, the main character. And it's more of a traditional series like you would expect. Yeah, I, I got the same feeling that Abby is probably going to be the main character. And it sounds kind of like, you know, like Stranger Things is is kind of like that, where there's these crazy, like, horror element things happening. But the main story is about, like, the kids who are not monsters or creatures or anything or have powers. They're just, like, trying to uncover what is going on and there's like sinister organizations trying to do stuff so that kind of, it kind of sounds like that where like you said it, w- it would be easier with the budget to spend the majority of the time with just a normal human being trying to investigate what's going on yeah it's really smart it focuses on the mystery um, I, I would love to see lots of swamp thing i don't know how realistic that is with a, a streaming service budget when which has made zero dollars so far so yeah i don't know um but Swamp Thing's an awesome character, and to see a modern take, I'm I'm very excited to see it, however it ends up looking like. Yeah. And it's, it's expected to debut sometime in 2019. That's all we really know about it. So I'm guessing it's a way off, a ways off. You know, if they're just finishing up the script now or, or reworking the script now, it's it's going to be a while before you put something like this and, and are able to actually show some footage. Yeah, and James Wan is a little busy with his, his current little small indie project that he's doing called Aquaman. Right. And I don't know how much work he'll be involved with in the day-to-day stuff of it, obviously, yeah. without him writing. I'm sure he's overseeing and he reads the script and, oh, that's cool. Or that's, you know, try something different here uh, and not working on it. But it sounds like he's been working on it for a while. He, he talked about that on Twitter. Yeah. So he said he's been developing this vegetarian hero for a while now with a great team. Happy to finally share. Expect mood, mystery, gothic romance, and swamp monsters. And then he also added that it'll be more horror than anything else. Yeah, that makes sense. And with the setting of Swamp Thing, that makes tons of sense uh, to be scary. There's some mystery. There's some there's some romance. And, of course, monsters. So how those monsters and everything are going to look, I don't know. But that's pretty exciting. Uh, it's going to be scary, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping the mystery holds like you like you mentioned. Yeah, and it, it just adds to the variety that we are getting with this DC Universe streaming service. Uh there's a lot of different stuff for different people there. And so I'm excited to see, you know, the different directions and kind of stuff that they can do on the streaming service that maybe they, they couldn't do on traditional TV. Right. And with five different shows that have been announced so far, we know those are all different. They're all, this is going to be more, more of the horror and monster stuff. Metropolis was going to be more of a science fiction show. There's obviously Titans is going to be a, more of a traditional team up superhero show. And then, Harley Quinn is an R, you know, uh, an adult comedy animated series, whereas Young Justice is uh, something completely different. So I, they're definitely targeting different different areas to get people interested in this, and 
Um, I'm guess I mean they only need someone to be interested in one show to get them hooked right. into the service and then try different stuff. So it's probably smart to do it that way. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. If you want to do us a favor, head over to iTunes and leave us a review.